Hey everybody, uh, good evening from me, because uh, it's evening here where we are, and uh, welcome to episode 7 of the Get Equipped podcast. Uh, We are the podcast where we get equipped with, I guess, different topics every day. I don't know, I've never written a slogan for this show. Um, We don't have one. We don't don't need no stinking slogan. Um, So, (laughs) as always, I am joined by Cassidy. Cass, how are you doing this evening? Alright, actually. Not as tired as usual. That's good. Did you get another nap in today? Nope. Okay, we're just rocking it with, I don't know, caffeine drinks, I guess? Something like that. No, uh, the opposite. I'm actually drinking beer. Oh, fantastic. Uh, <laughs> I've got I got water. Not quite as exciting. Um, and hey, for the first time ever, we are actually joined by a special guest. Um, Woo! Daryl, how you doing, man? Hey, all How's it going? We are we're actually really happy to uh, have you on the show. How does it feel to be the most famous person we've ever had on the show? Um, you know, that's a little sad. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> You'll work your way out for me. I, I I can assure you. Okay, but, uh, cool. No, thanks for having me on. This is gonna be fun. Yeah, yeah. So um, we we've, we've actually got a uh, a really fun topic tonight. One that I saw that girlfriend reviews literally just uploaded today. I saw as I I pulled in my house. I'm just looking at my YouTube subscriptions, uh, and I see that they just uploaded a video, the exact same thing that we're talking about. And that's gonna be video game movies. I'm not angry at all about that i promise yeah um, she's not the first person to talk no, about this <laughs> no we are we are the only ones who are allowed to talk about it uh but are yeah so i'm not original because i i can just leave now that's uh, fine i guess you'll do <laughs> so video game movies have they really kind of took off in the 90s really kicking off with super mario brothers but you know you've had some stuff beforehand uh that are like video game centric not necessarily about video games or like based around them so to say but like super mario brothers i think was the first one that really um really kicked off the the trend uh and it's not a good trend either uh (laughs) almost none of these movies are what i would consider good um there are a couple eh, there's a couple there's a couple but uh, well first off i want uh we'll start with daryl real quick daryl what's like this is just kind of a broad question even if we're all, all kind of agreements, agreements that they're all not really good, what's your favorite video game movie? Oh man, you're already going to jump into this one. I am. Jeez, uh, and, and I, I will say the overall quality of video game movies has probably gotten better as the years oh, sure. yeah. have gone on. Uh, so I'm, if you're going to ask me that, like, I'm probably going to bias it towards more recent movies. Probably my favorite overall would be in the realm of Wreck-It Ralph. I know it's a kiddie movie, but I don't care. It's kind of amazing. So um, probably that. And if I'm going really old, probably like around the time of like Last Starfighter is, is way up there. Oh, wow. Kind of hilariously. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's um, Wreck-It Ralph's a good one. Yeah, I, I actually like I do. I do like Wreck-It Ralph a lot, but we'll talk about that a little bit more later. I'm sure. Um, Cass, what's your favorite? I'm going to cheat and say the Street Fighter 2 OVA. That is slightly cheating, but that's fine, because that's okay. a, that is a good if, one. If that's cheating, I'm just going to say Street Fighter. <laughs> oh, of thank course. you so much. It's so fun. It is. That, that is a really fun one. I actually recently rewatched that one, and it holds up as being incomprehensible and stupid, and I love it. Like, Jean-Claude Van Damme playing Guile. Uh... <laughs> Where he's supposed to be an American. <laughs> it's a perfect casting. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, no, that, that I didn't say anything negative. 
Yep, absolutely. It's 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 all. <laughs> I love like I love it. I haven't seen that movie in years, probably since like the mid two thousands. Um, I it's it, it's it's I don't. It's hard to top that. <laughs> that movie is just absolutely golden. Um, it holds up for the hilarity. Yeah. Oh man. So, I I I haven't even really put a whole lot of thought to what my favorite would be. If I had to pick a favorite, it probably would lean something to like Wreck It Ralph, kind of along with what Daryl was saying. Just because it's kind of fun to see all these characters, uh, like, all, like interacting and just you know in kind of fun ways. Like the villain therapy uh, group session was just great. And yeah. the fact that they brought over like a lot of the original voice actors, like uh, Roger Craig Smith for Sonic and uh, Kyle Bear for Ryu, um, stuff like that's just really appreciated, and I like that a lot. But um, I will say that I think the choice of Wreck-It Ralph is kind of cheating. It's a video game centric-ish movie. It, it's about video games. It is about, but not video a specific games. video. Game. Not a specific video game. But it, I mean, Wreck It Ralph. It is the Wreck It Ralph is the video game. It may be fictitious, but no, fine. no, actually, no. Wreck, this Wreck It Ralph the is not a video. actually about Sugar Rush. Yeah, well, yeah, the movie's about Sugar Rush, and the game in the the game in the movie is not called Wreck It Ralph. It's called Fix It Felix Junior. Fix It Felix. Yep. Which is still one of the weirdest pairings, but we'll, we we will get into that. Um, so we've we've all kind of sat down prior to the podcast, and we've we've kind of picked out a few movies um, just to kind of go around and talk about. Now, just kind of a, just kind of a warning. We can't really talk about every video game movie because, like, like there there was more than I even thought there were going to be when I pulled up the, just the the raw list of how many oh, games. There are There's a lot. Like, I didn't even know there was like a House of the Dead movie until like two days ago. Uh, <laughs> you were better off not knowing about yeah. that. It's really funny because the the list of all the video game movies also has the Rotten Tomato score next to it. Now, there's a lot of single digits on that list, let me tell you. God, someday <laughs> we should do a watch together for Dead or Alive. Oh no, <laughs> I don't know. Oh if boy, I, I don't know if I could deal with that. Um, so we'll kind of we're going to start with some of the older movies and kind of work our way towards some of the newer ones. Um, so Cass, I'll go ahead and let you go first. Uh, what what do you have for us? In terms of these these old school video game movies, well, I guess I'll talk about my favorite one, uh, Street Fighter. <laughs> why why is it your favorite? Uh, Rahul Julia. <laughs> That's a good choice. Rahul, Rahul Julia. Uh, how do you however you pronounce that? I, I apologize. Um, he was a a great man and a great actor, and as a a gift to his children, he decided to play. Or take the role of, of M. Bison in that movie. And uh, he pretty much makes the whole thing. Because most of the other characters are basically inconsequential. Except for Jean-Claude Van Damme as Guile. Who, bless him, doesn't sound very American. <laughs> he tried. Uh, the, the movie's plot doesn't really make a whole, a whole lot of sense. It's basically like... I guess kind of a joint operation between Interpol and just like the, these vague American police trying to infiltrate Shadowloo, which has become a uh, a country. Um, yeah, it, the plot's a little bit weird. Uh, Bison's printing his own money and uh, he's trying to take over the world. Yeah, like pretty much all the characters that you know and love are uh, <laughs> represented by caricature in this movie. Why? So, for example... Uh, 
Dalzim is a doctor for some reason. Uh, Charlie becomes Blanca. Uh, sorry about the spoilers, but oh yeah, this is like a movie from like 1994, yeah. I think. Yeah, I think that that's actually kind of a fair warning. We're probably going to spoil these movies uh, quite a, quite a bit. Um, In most cases, you're better off not watching them anyway. So yeah, it's yeah. Okay. we're just saving you time. Honestly, if you want to watch another movie from 1994, I'm assuming that's the year this came out. I'm not actually going to look this up. Um, <laughs> watch The Lion King instead. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but no, that the movie's actually very fun, especially if you've got alcohol. Yeah. Um, Honestly, a lot Zangief of these are. is a great character in this movie because they make him as dumb as one is allowed to get in a movie. <laughs> Oh god, I've got to go back and rewatch this movie. It's been it's been so many years since I've seen it. And uh, Raul Julia like says every line with a grandiosity that the movie does not deserve. Yeah, this is one I watched. And I probably watched it when I was like ten years old or something like that. I have it on VHS of all things. Oh wow! <laughs> um, no, but it's nice. been. I'm, I'm in the same boat. It's at, like I vaguely remember this movie, and I. I what I do remember of it, I, I remember fondly, so whatever. Probably my favorite thing about this movie is the fact that they made Street Fighter the movie, the game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It. Just completing the, the meta circle here. <laughs> oh, I, I love that you can unlock Akuma in that game who is not in the movie. Of course not. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's they use the whole, and they use the, all the, the like the motion capture technology that you would see in something like Mortal Kombat too, and it just looks yeah. so weird. Looks and, so uh, weird. If I remember correctly, the people that made that game went on to make like actual good games, so good on them. Yeah, that's awesome. We do appreciate. But yeah, it. no, like uh, I like that movie a lot just because it's ridiculous. Uh, it's definitely not a good movie, but of the classic ones, it's probably the one that I could enjoy the most rewatching. yeah yeah we I, I think a watch party may be in the future at some point um yeah that's a good choice for it yeah absolutely um so daryl i know you 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 got you bought a certain movie just for this and i felt kind of bad because you actually spent money on it um but i imagine you would like to talk about it <laughs> tell us what yeah, have you not been really watching? no i'm kidding i'm kidding uh yeah so i actually <laughs> Like it, it gets worse than what you just said, though. I did spend money on a collection of movies. Oh. Um, it's it's one of those like really cheap like family collection things. Uh huh. Um, so you when 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 you asked me to come on for this topic, uh, you inadvertently caused me to buy a DVD case with Bill Cosby on the cover. Oh, I'm so sorry. So, <laughs> just I want to make that clear. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I ended up watching The Wizard. Um, and it was the first time I've I've actually seen The Wizard, uh, just for whatever reason, uh, despite it being very in my wheelhouse <laughs> as a kid, I'd never gotten around to actually seeing it. And you know what? It's not bad. Like, I did not hate watching it. Um, it, it does some strange <laughs> things for sure over the course <laughs> of the movie. Some it things that, that make you a little uncomfortable. Um, I don't think that it handles things like mental disabilities very nicely. No. Um, <laughs> nope. But it it tries to tell a nice story, and it almost gets there. Um, and it does so kind of centered around the Nintendo Entertainment System <laughs> at a time where 
Um, they have you have multiple shots of them playing like the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game, um, including the bomb level underwater, which I thought was hilarious. Uh. Uh, and what I kept appreciating in the movie is is they had all these shots where like somebody would be playing the NES um, and to be set up and you couldn't quite see the TV, but you would hear the game sounds and you're like, oh, that's Zelda 2. And then it would pan around to the TV and show Zelda 2. I'm like, sweet perfect like that that is what i like it's not like generic video game it was actually um they were using actual footage because nintendo you know was kind of on board with this and it it basically served as uh ultimately a giant commercial slash reveal for uh super mario brothers 3 Mm -hmm. in like the most climactic video game tournament i have ever seen in my life um and you know, watching it, it was just fun. Like, you just kind of wanted to be there. I Like, there's some of the subplots in this movie I am not on board with at all. Um, but the overall time, I thought it was... I actually thought it was it was more entertaining than I thought going into it. So that was a, a real positive. Yeah. Doesn't that final scene also take place at, like, Universal Studios California? Or Hollywood, Probably. rather? Because I, I seem to remember, like... The, the Jaws puppet being there. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure you're right. I'm pretty sure it was at Universal Studios, if I recall correctly. Got a correctly. lot of California in that movie. The the tournament itself was so they're like running through the the King Kong ride to try to get back to that's the tournament right. venue, oh, yeah. which is that's just co- funny. confrontation. Yeah. Side note: That's, that's actually that was a really good ride. Movie memories. That was a really good ride. Um, yeah. What <laughs> what I kind of like about um about the wizard is like. The I mean, granted, this the the actual actor who played this kid, uh, what's his name, Johnny, the the bad guy kid, the power glove, it's so bad kid. Like he actually kind of grew up to be a horrible person, but he's so, like he's just such a generic '90s bad boy kid, and like you could absolutely convince me, like in my head canon, that this kid grew up to be Billy in Stranger Things. Because oh, I could see that. Yeah, right, mm-hmm. right. And also, shoutouts to Tobey Maguire having a mullet in this movie for like ten seconds. I forgot Tobey Maguire was in this movie. I think this may have been his film debut. I literally just watched this movie and I didn't notice Tobey Maguire, and now I'm all upset about that. He's like ten years old and he's <laughs> got a mullet. Uh, and I don't think he even has any dialogue either. But yeah, that's just kind of a fun fact about it. But yeah, like I, I, I did kind of like how they took the like almost like the Nintendo World Championship kind of approach to it. You know, this big grandiose event, and you know, the big reveal of Super Mario Brothers three. Um, that, that, it that, certainly got me excited. Oh yeah, and what what makes me laugh though is like the fact that like Mario three had been out for like a year in Japan already. Mm-hmm. So it was to get Americans ready for it. Yes, absolutely to get Americans uh- ready. See, our minds would have been blown if we had actually gotten Mario 3 without the uh, the commercial first. Mm-hmm. It really would have. I had I mean... to ease us into it. Yeah. Ease us in with a side of Fred Savage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, you know, it, the spoonful of sugar that makes the medicine go down. So anyway, so speaking of Mario, um, <laughs> I kind of want to talk about the Super Mario Brothers movie. This Are you sure? movie... <laughs> is a trip oh my god i haven't i haven't had a chance to sit down and rewatch the whole movie but i've probably watched about like two-thirds of it in the past few days 
And I had forgotten, I don't know if I just mentally blocked it out or what, just how bizarre this movie is. Like, mm-hmm. and how very loosely based on Super Mario Brothers it actually is. And um, Cass also recommended me a video by Matt McMuscles kind of detailing uh, what happened to that movie. And I would highly That's recommend That's the name of the series. Yeah, what happened? Go watch that video. It is, it is fascinating. Um, but this movie, I kind of love it. I kind of love it, but I could never, ever recommend it to a soul. Well, that's a good thing because the, the movie's not available for streaming, I think, anywhere. No, yeah, I've been, had, I've been relying on YouTube to watch, to like, rewatch the clips that I've been able to watch. Yeah, um, so, uh, you know what to do if you want to find it. <laughs> Again, we don't advocate a, advocate a piracy on this show just to make that clear <clears throat> oh yeah i was totally implying that they go buy it on amazon.com where they can buy a lot of other things too <laughs> so <laughs> so just kind of a few things about this movie um i love bob hopskins and john leguizano as mario and luigi mm-hmm. um I, this movie it, it came out in 1993 so it, like it came out when i was like three years old you know dating me just a bit um this had it had Princess Daisy in it, which was an interesting pick. It had Yoshi just as a violent-looking Jurassic Park-style Velociraptor, a uh, very expensive uh, animatronic. Yes, and as he should be, as he should be, and he actually <laughs> tried to eat somebody in the movie. Um, uh-huh. You've got Hickey and Spike, which is weird, and probably the most disturbing depiction of Goombas I have ever seen. And of course, yep. we can't forget Dennis Hopper is uh, President Koopa, not King Koopa. President Koopa. What were the names of the uh, the Goombas again? Bulk and Skull. <laughs> uh, there were well, there was there was Iggy and Spike. Oh right. Yeah, as the Koopalings. Um, uh, they're basically Bulk and Skull. Yeah, they're basically Bulk and Skull, except they get turned into geniuses later in the movie thanks to the Evolve machine. I am sure that there was an episode of Power Rangers where that probably happened to them for a little while. Yeah, probably. I mean, there's probably also an episode of Power Rangers where, like, uh, the king of the Mushroom Kingdom gets turned into, like, a giant snot booger. And (laughs) it's so... These visuals are just out there. Um, Cass, what do you think about this movie? It kind of does (laughs) a a really good cyberpunk dystopia thing. with dinosaurs <laughs> it's it's so strange um and, and another thing that's strange is how they just like have these characters in the movie that are named after like enemies from the games but they have no connection to them whatsoever like there there's a like a larger woman in the movie and her, her name is i think big bertha named yes, after the fish that is correct um <laughs> she's just named after the fish like she's got no connection to the fish she's just named after the fish well she's dressed in red um and her uh her dress cups are i think spiked if i recall correctly they just have okay these very but big she's a fish. Spot. yeah um I, I thought these were supposed to be evolved dinosaurs yeah it's check in mate Oh. I think you're looking for logic where none really exists. No, is, is the no, thing. I, I'm not really. Like, um, <laughs> I, I honestly 
like a lot of these weird choices, but I'm also the kind of person who just likes when they na name drop things in these sorts of movies, even if it makes no sense whatsoever. Like, hey, it's yeah, like uh, they had a contractual obligation to remind people that this was Mario. <laughs> <laughs> I just like in, in reading about this, because of course, you know, I, I read about this movie a little bit. Uh, it, like it went through like multiple rewrites of the entire script and multiple like complete thematic changes and such. And this is what they landed on. Yeah. And I, I, I would have loved to like hear how this was pitched. Uh, it was originally pitched as a fantasy movie, from my understanding, from what uh, yeah. what the What Happened video was uh, talking about. And, like, I mean, they even almost got Tom Hanks to play Mario. Um, which is, could you imagine the world we would be living in right now if Tom Hanks played Mario? Could you imagine him doing that instead of Forrest Gump? Right? <laughs> and, and the punchline is, like, this was not a cheap movie at no. all. no. Like, they shelled out for this. Like, no pun intended, but, like, jeez. <laughs> it's why Nintendo never allowed another one of their properties to have a movie ever again afterwards until Detective Pikachu. Yeah, oh, wow. Yeah, that is that recent. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Uh, and but, I, I guess the the Minions people are making a new Mario yeah, movie. Yeah, they, they are, and I... I I dread that, because I don't think it's going to be nearly as fun as what we got in 1993. Can we have the Toads be the new minions? I mean... You know, you might have... <laughs> you might have just sold me on the movie. Like, this entire time <laughs> I've been I've been thinking Minions Mario sounds awful, but that comparison, you may have just sold me on it. <laughs> that uh, Nintendo should pay me. I'd be okay with that. Yeah, I mean, as long as like they can replace the Minions ride at Universal with just Toad ride... I'd be very happy with that. Um, it's I, that uh, that photoshopped image of Toad wearing a diaper. Oh no! That, that's what the uh, the ride will be. Oh no! <laughs> I think like probably my favorite thing to come out of this movie was probably just the unanimous acceptance of Mario Mario and Luigi Mario being their full names in just every continuity. Everybody just accepted that without hesitation. Didn't the Super Mario Brothers Super Show come up with that first? I actually don't know. Did it? I thought it did, but I might be wrong. I uh, also, don't rewatch that show either. It's no. <laughs> it's not good. Uh, well, okay, you you do definitely want to see the uh, the Captain Lou Albano parts. Yes, please do. The, all the live action stuff is great. If if you get a hankering to watch like an old video game show, start with like either Captain N or the old Mega Man cartoon, and you can't go wrong. Yeah. Or, uh, I guess, Nick Arcade. Oh, jeez. Sure. It's it's funny, because like, the one video game show that my kids have watched to completion multiple times was Ruby Spears' Mega Man. They love that show. It's kind of amazing, actually. <laughs> oh, I still jam out to the theme song on, on a regular basis. I watched it every day after school. Yep. All right, so, um, Daryl, I think I'm going to pass it back to you. Uh, what, what else have you got for us tonight? Uh, so, I mean, I mentioned it briefly. I, I do want to talk a little bit about The Last Starfighter, because I, The Last Starfighter, like, to be clear, it came out in 1984. Oh, so, wow. I mean, it came out, like, as video games were, like, crashing. <laughs> so, yeah. um, Timing. And I, I actually did, so I, I have a Blu-ray of The Last Starfighter, because, I don't know, reasons. Um, and I, we, so we, my wife and I rewatched it, uh, a few days ago and you know again like 
not a great movie, but also not a bad one. You can certainly find worse ways to spend your time. Um, it's uh, it's notable for being a movie from 1984 that all of the action sequences are full CGI. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, and they look like... Uh, <laughs> I don't even... like. I, I can't even really equate this to anything. They look like cgi from 1984 it's, it's really bad <laughs> i'm just but... imagining like the, the the all the special effects just look like the, fir- the first star fox game yes well it's not it's not like pixely it's it's that like weird plasticky computer look yeah i, that I know was exactly in... what you're talking about yeah um so imagine like if star wars would had no practical effects that's kind of what the last starfighter is oh, no. which is <laughs> Funny, but what I like, I, I would, I've always liked this game, and it's always, or this this movie, I should say, it's always been like that gamer's dream of, oh man, I've been preparing for this, and this this video game was a, a recruitment for me to go join the Star League and 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 fight <laughs> the, the evil emperor out in space and such, and you know, it's like as a kid that really hit with me, um, as an adult. You know, got to be honest, still kind of hits. Yeah. So, um, nothing wrong with that. Got to be better than real life, right? <laughs> I mean, I sure hope so. Uh, <laughs> but I will say, like, it is, it is very much a cheap Star Wars knockoff um, with really bad CGI that's worth the watch and some really funny alien costume designs and such. Um, the you, main they're... alien has some great prosthetics, though. Oh, sure, yeah. I mean, it's really not bad. Like, you can tell that an effort was made here. It's not. It's not a terrible movie, and it's actually rather entertaining now. Um, some of the the voices uh, deliveries are really funny and such. Like, you've got a few like a what type moments. Um, I don't know. It's I I, I still kind of like it. It's still pretty high on my list. I gotta say. Yeah, I think that's gonna be kind of a running theme with a lot of these movies. Is like. Even though we can sit here and acknowledge, like, oh, is this an objectively good movie? No, but like, there's a lot of sentimental value to a lot uh, for, to a lot of these movies. Like, I know I've got a lot of connection to a, uh, like to a lot of them just because I'm like, I don't really get to see my favorite games represented in another medium a whole lot, and you know that that in itself is just kind of cool to see, you know. But I definitely, yeah. I definitely agree. Uh, what's it... Uh, hopefully we'll get into a little bit about exactly like why <laughs> video games don't necessarily pop a little bit later on because um, I, I do have some some thoughts on it but it is inherently cool to see you know quote unquote video games on on the big screen it's neat I don't know it's, yeah. it will yeah. always be neat so uh, Cass what else have you brought to uh, brought to the gathering today? Uh, are we still going with uh, older movies? Uh, we, we can, we can kind of stretch it to, like, I guess, 2000s-ish now. Well, okay, I'm going to bring up one that you were probably going to pick, Cody. Sorry, not sorry. Uh, we're going to talk about the Resident Evil movies. Well, I actually brought a uh, one specific Resident Evil movie. So oh. I'll probably talk about my specific one at length, maybe, depending okay, on what, well. what happens. <laughs> well, uh, mine is the... Uh... The first Resident Evil movie. That one is weird. It's very weird. Um, I <laughs> I don't think it's good, but I think it's. <laughs> we should just preface every single movie we don't really think is good. 
you're, well, you're, you're right. This is going to come up a lot, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it's got elements to it that could make a decent movie if we're in more competent hands. Mm-hmm. I, uh, <laughs> full stop, I don't think Paul W.S. Anderson's all that great at what he does. No. <laughs> and it could be because his, his wife is the main character in all the movies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and this extends to uh, Monster Hunter, which I also watched recently. Yeah, I can't wait um, to hear your thoughts on that. I'm going to say, like, firsthand that Resident Evil's more exciting than Monster Hunter was for the majority of it, though. Wow. There are some really, really good makeup effects in Resident Evil and some really cool practical effects, too. I remember way back when I originally saw it on DVD, I looked at the special features and they had like this rig that they made for the liquor that they've got in the movie. Mm -hmm. And it's really expensive and complicated looking and it looks awesome in the movie. Um, also, the movie has that uh, that dumb laser grid scene that uh, shows up later in Resident Evil 4. Yeah. I was going to say, like, uh, this movie actually influenced the games in quite a, a lot. Num- yeah, in quite a number of, ra- uh, number of ways from uh, Resident Evil 4 onward, you know, from the laser grid scene and um, the, uh, I think the Red Queen ended up showing uh, Umbrella Chronicles, I think? Yeah. I'm not going to talk about the main character because there's nothing really to her aside from the fact that I I guess she's also like a clone slash science experiment. Yeah. Um, And she just becomes like more important than the plot like in the rest of the movies. Yeah. But the first one also has some fun stuff with like these uh, commercials for Umbrella (laughs) that are strewn, uh, strewn about it. That just get more and more sinister as they go along, and I like to think that's how it is in the games, too. Yeah. Like, Umbrella just cannot hide that they're actually an evil corporation instead of just, you know, the the ones that are secretly evil. Yeah, it's like they're really excited to show off the new B.O.W.s that they had developed. It's like... Well, and they start, like, talking about these cosmetics that they've got that sound suspiciously a lot like the cosmetics from the first Batman movie. Oh, jeez. <laughs> but, you know, made with stem cells or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, reading reading about the development of this movie, where it started off with, like, where like, uh, George Romero was actually writing... The, oh god, if only. Yeah, and he was actually going to stay pretty faithful to the game and it was going to it was going to start uh Chris Redfield, Jill Valentine uh as the as the leads and they were going to be like in a romantic relationship, which I thought was kind of weird uh because everyone knows Chris is gay, but uh-huh. but yeah, it was also going to have like Barry Burton, Ada Wong and Albert Wesker like all in the movie. And like but it was going to stick very close to uh to the source material. Oh yeah, and Rebecca Chambers as well. And uh, supposedly that was going to be the only time that we would have seen like the closest thing to the uh, the canon ending of the first Resident Evil. Because um, Daryl, I know you're not really super familiar with Resident Evil, especially like the earlier games, right? I mean, I'm, I'm just 100% in them all. It's no big deal. Oh, you know. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. I haven't played one. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, the, the, the first Resident Evil game I played was actually four. That was my first one too. That's a good game, um, yeah. but I mean, so long story short, you like in Res- the first Resident Evil game, and even in its remake, you cannot get the canon ending. 
the canon ending does not exist in that game where uh the, nice. yeah the certain com- combination of survivors make it out of the mansion and this draft was going to be like one of the only times you ever saw those people actually all make it out of the mansion which was kind of fascinating um actually sounds like a, a movie that i would enjoy watching yeah 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 like um, also you you can forget about the mansion for the movie though because it, it barely features yeah and it's not really the spencer mansion it's just a mansion yeah the first resident evil movie has almost nothing to do with the first resident evil game uh, from what we got i'm just talking about what george Ma- romero was going to give us yeah it's got uh, a yeah, cool kinda... scene where a guy gets killed by an elevator i remember Sold. that <laughs> so um <laughs> so the, the the movie that i was actually going to talk about is i was going to talk about the second movie uh which is apocalypse? resident evil apocalypse <laughs> which i think is uh broken record not very good it's not a good not a good, <laughs> not a good movie, movie but <laughs> <laughs> but i think this one actually adhered closest to the games because it's actually really loosely based on resident evil 3 and um i think we, yeah this was the first time that the the cast of the games came into the movie with uh jill valentine carlos and who was the third one and nemesis how can i forget nemesis oh my god um oh he looks so goofy in that movie he's he looks so goofy and he's like five foot nine in this movie and <laughs> if anyone's ever seen nemesis he's like 10 feet tall <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, this version of Nemesis is Cody with a rubber mask on. It really is. I am not a tall man, and I can probably, <laughs> like, look down on this Nemesis. It's great. Um, but no, so this one, you know, kind of details you know, the, the the end of Raccoon City. Um, and, it, you know, it basically follows uh, the main character from the first movie, Alice, teaming up with uh, one of the main characters of the game, uh, Jill Valentine, and, you know, going and finding this little girl in the city and getting her out and this was the first time this one actually was not directed by paul ws anderson uh this one was directed by alexander witt and there was another guy who actually directed the third movie as well and then paul came back and finished off like the last three movies but yeah this one this one sticks the closest to the source material i think but that's not a high bar to uh to set um uh, <laughs> Because, you know, the, the famously good plot lines of Resident Evil. Yes, yeah, the very serious plot, plot lines of Resident Evil. Um, but it was kind of cool to see these characters up on the screen, you know, e- even the in Nemesis and his goofy Power Rangers suit, I'm like, that's kind of cool to see. Um, it was nice that they actually gave Jill her Resident Evil 3 outfit. And I, I was reading an interview uh, where they were talking about it, and they're just like, yeah, we tried to, like, really come up with a reason why Jill would be wearing, like, a tube top and a miniskirt during a zombie apocalypse. And then we just decided not to address it because if the people watching this movie were asking the questions about where this girl got her wardrobe, they probably shouldn't be watching Resident Evil movies in the first place. And I'm like... <laughs> Great point. <laughs> but yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a good decision. Um, and it's, it's just kind of fun to watch, and it's really... It's really fun to try and watch them try and puzzle piece their uh, the references to the first game into this this game because they're all, you know, since you don't know like Resident Evil Two and Resident Evil Three take place at the same time in the games and Three actually stars a protagonist from the first game 
So naturally, that one's going to have more connections to the first game, and they'll reference those events. Uh, one of which is the uh, the Stars units, the Special Tactics and Rescue Squadron of the Raccoon Police Department. Um, since they escaped the mansion in the first game, they send Nemesis into Raccoon City to hunt them down, and he just repeatedly says stars. That's all he ever <laughs> says. So the stars aren't really a thing in this movie, except for one scene where you're just told that these are stars members. They're like hanging out at a drugstore, like shooting zombies for fun. And they had this is Nemesis's big reveal too, where they have him come in, say his thing, and then shoot them with a rocket launcher. And the rest of the movie, he just chases Alice, who has no connection to the stars. And I was just like, wow, y'all really, really worked hard to fit that in there. <laughs> uh, but it's also like, it started a kind of a trend where they like vaguely reference the games. Um, like the whole Wesker and Redfield's fight at the end of one of the movies, I don't know. And the like mind control Jill and all, it's... The, the series after this one just goes way off the rails, where it's not even in the same universe anymore. The, oh. They do go kind of wild after this one. Yeah. Yeah, they kind of do. I believe there's a talking zombie in the third one. <sighs> <laughs> I couldn't even tell you. Uh, so, I think we're, we're, I think we're about at the halfway point. We're you know, starting to get more up to some modern stuff. So I just want to pose this question uh, to you two real quick. Um, what do you think would make a good video game movie? Like, what elements do you think it would have? And, uh, Daryl, I think I'm going to throw it to you first. It's a hard uh, question, I'm sure. <laughs> okay, so it, I can't inherently talk about this without talking about what bugs me about video game movies, and that is when a movie tries too hard to reach its source material. Like, uh, so... We I recently watched, and I know you get, you both did too. Uh, watched the the Mortal Kombat movie, the new one, um, mm -hmm. and like they tried so hard to throw in like quotes and in you know of course it's uh, you know there's there's like I don't want to spoil it, but there's like classic Mortal Kombat quotes and music and theming and stuff, <laughs> and it, it, like it's almost like you're trying too hard, but there's there's one series that if anything ever deserved a video game movie this series is it and if they did fine go nuts every quote everything just do it perfectly and that is star fox oh my god like a star fox movie you really could not mess up a star fox movie i really don't think you could um as long as you just had it be stupid <laughs> i think it would be great oh absolutely um, I, I am and, on board. And it makes me so sad because there was like... Uh, the, I don't know exactly how confirmed this is, but I think it was pretty pretty well confirmed. Uh, there was like a, a plan for a Star Fox Netflix show that was like a claymation type thing. And... I heard about oh that. Oh my god. Yeah. That would have been... Like, I would have never watched anything ever again. So... Um, yeah, uh, yeah. It, rather than just go through structure, because I, I I don't think it's like it's hard to do a proper video game movie, but I think start with a silly video game and do a movie about that, and you'll probably end up in in a good favor with me. Yeah, I think it is very appropriate, by the way, that you have Fox McCloud as your Discord icon right now. Absolutely. 
You know, they did make those puppets for uh, that E3 announcement for Star Fox Zero. Yeah. Um, those would make good puppets for a movie or a TV show, I think. They really Have would. Have it be in the, uh, the style of the Muppets or whatever. Those or, things are incredible, too. Heck, it's, if it's a show about like flying around, it could be like that old show Thunderbirds. Oh, wow. They also did, uh, there was like a 14-minute fully animated like trailer thing ahead of Star Fox Zero like it was like a cartoon and that was incredible too yeah, like um, yeah what is the name of it yeah because I actually I just watched it the other day and I, I had a really good time watching it um, it's so good yeah I, I give me a series in that style but yeah uh, it's yeah that's yeah Star Fox is a I, w I would be on board with that um, Cass what do you think would make a what makes a good video game movie or at least an enjoyable one. Uh, so it, it's kind of difficult, right? Like video games are a little bit harder to adapt than a lot of other material. Right. Um, maybe not like newer ones so much as the older ones, but I think it's partially because there's not a whole lot to draw from that makes a compelling plot for a movie. Mm -hmm. You know, like you could make a movie, but that's how you get these meandering or excuse plots that we had in the uh, old video game movies. Or, heck, even Mortal Kombat, which basically has an excuse plot. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, we'll get to that. Yeah. But, um, I don't know, like, you gotta keep it simple, or it's gotta be something that was basically tailor-made to be a movie to begin with. Like, w what they're doing with the, uh, I think it's the HBO show for The Last of Us. Yeah. That was probably more meant to be a prestige show anyway. Yeah. Um, that being said, I think uh, if I were going to make a video game movie, it would be for Hades. Oh, that would be pretty good. We, Interesting. We, yeah, well, yeah. Hold, hold off on that, though, because I do have a question at the end of the show that uh, uh, that Daryl had suggested, which we're, we're going to get into that. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. So hold, hold that thought. Um, but yeah, games are very hard to adapt because how do you know? Because you know the, the the joy of video games is the interactivity, and you know how can you interact with this world? How can you you know you play the role of these characters and everything? And converting that into a watchable format is it's very difficult, especially you know with older you know older games that didn't really have a whole lot of plot. Uh, but I think they're really getting into the point now where they're kind of figuring out how to make the video game medium something more appealing to the mainstream even with games with older uh you know the older games that have very simple plots uh with caseland Boyd being the castlevania tv show which started life as a movie um and castlevania the, the the show the netflix show is based on the third castlevania game and it is phenomenal it is so very good um but I, it's really hard to hit that, you know, hit that sweet spot because you've you've got to carry the spirit of the game, and I think if you kind of nail the spirit of the game and throw in references here and there uh, to you know the game mechanics and stuff like that, um, then I think that it ends up being okay. Um, and I think I, another like a uh, kind of a hitching point that I see with some video game movies is. When they they go to the source material and you think, hey, this move, this video game done as a movie, that sounds great, right? And then you go to the source material and you realize that the characters in the video game kind of suck. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, like so, from time to time, somebody will mention, hey, there should be a Zelda movie. 
Um, imagine Link. Nobody yeah. will ever, ever get Link correct, because how could you get Link correct? If he says a word, it's wrong. Or if he, you know, maybe it's right, but you don't want a silent protagonist in the movie. So you get, the, like, this strange back and forth where, like, the mediums are so different in the way that they want people to experience them. Movies are telling people. Video games are kind of, like, showing people in, in theory. So, like, you've got to start with a game series that has you know, some relatable characters that are actually fully defined. Like something like the last of us is perfect for it because the, the game is kind of a movie already. Yeah. Um, but like when, when, you know, we, we've been hearing the rumors of a Mario movie for forever. Um, I'm still cringing about that. Cause how do you do a successful Mario movie? And, you know, I hope they do, but it's, it's, kind of hard yeah we'll get to hear bowser talk again okay so <laughs> fair enough they need to get his sunshine voice back yeah hey <laughs> son <laughs> yeah they're just gonna adapt the plot of sunshine i think you know what i i would watch that i think <laughs> I, I i think what would make me happier than anything else in that movie is just anytime that mario and luigi spoke it's just the gibberish from the mario and luigi games <laughs> Ooh, or their voices from the the super show. Oh god! <laughs> like even that's Sonic. Baba Luigi to you, Mario. <laughs> oh no! Wow. E <laughs> even Sonic adapts better than that because Sonic actually has a defined character. He's he's been voiced. He's been, you know, you you everybody listening to this knows what Sonic sounds like without me telling you. Yeah. Yeah. He's it's way past cool. Yeah, Mario like, sounds like woohoo. That's it. Yep. That's all. That's all you got. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. Even so, Wario has more of a personality. Yeah. Dude, yeah. I would actually be like more excited for a, a Wario and Waluigi movie than a Mario and Luigi movie. I, Ooh, or a WarioWare movie where he has to get funding oh for his God. own game studio. Okay. Okay. Done. We've gotten to the pitching thing. Yeah. Let, let's skip that for oh, now. Oh, jeez. All right. So, actually, so speaking of Sonic. Uh, let's talk about the Sonic movie real quick, because um, I don't know about you two, but this was actually the last movie that I saw in theaters. Yeah, before, uh, but before aside from a drive-in theater, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I did. Uh, yeah, I've seen a couple things in drive-ins, but yeah, the, it like last time being in a movie theater was watching Sonic the Hedgehog, and uh, Daryl and Cass. I know you can actually both relate to this. Can you hear Sonic in that movie without thinking of Dewey Duck? No. No. Not at all. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so this was actually one of the more like consistently good, surprisingly, uh, video game movies that I have seen, and I don't know. Like, I, this is probably the only one that I I wouldn't say is a actual bad movie, um, because you've you've got a lot of like really nice talent behind, uh, behind it. Um, I did like Ben Schwartz's Sonic and Jim Carrey as Doctor Robotnik. I don't know that you could pick a better live-action Eggman. And it's probably the best thing that Jim Carrey's done in years. Yeah, oh, by by a lot. And Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah, and it, it's one of the you know first video game movies that's like, you know, out of all the ones that we've talked about to get a like sequel confirmed outside of the few outliers like Resident Evil and the first Mortal Kombat movie. Um, but I feel like, you know, this and Detective Pikachu like really started to hit the... Uh, Hit that sweet spot to make a good movie based on a game. 
You could make a very solid argument, and I probably would make this argument, that Sonic the Hedgehog is the best game movie based on a singular video game. Yeah. Um, yeah, Detective sure. Pikachu is great, and I know Detective Pikachu is a series of games, but that was always kind of like created to be kind of a hand-in-hand -hand, like multimedia thing. Mm -hmm. Like Detective Pikachu really isn't like a... It is, but it's not really like a Pokemon the movie type thing. Yeah. Um... Sonic the Hedgehog is literally Sonic the Hedgehog, and they even, like, they explained, like, the warp rings, and they explained, like, dimension hopping and such that actually kind of shows up in the games, and I'm like, wow. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I, I well, like that. Well done. <laughs> yeah, I like I like that the warp rings were just, like, the rings at the end of the, the levels in Sonic 1 that take yeah. you to, you know, the, the, the Chaos Emerald Zone. Um Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you. you. You absolutely could make a an argument that this is the best adaptation because it's it you know it's faithful to the, all the characters um it's it, it's an, you know it brings in some new elements you know like bringing sonic into the real world uh but you know also like that sequence at the beginning of the movie where they actually use the sonic mania music and it fit really well yeah. um showing sonic you know the the mobius area uh it was really cool and I, I gotta say that i love seeing those echidnas i did too I'm I'm so excited for the sequel because Knuckles, I can't wait. This 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 was a good one. Um, it it kind of pick off you know piggyback off of uh, Sonic, the other you know more modern uh, you know video game movie, which we did talk about a little bit just a minute ago. Detective Pikachu, that one's not as good to me on rewatches. Really? Yeah. Um, I I found it like it's cool. It's really cool seeing all these Pokemon. Uh, like in live action, you know, for the first time, and yeah, and I, I do kind of agree with you. Like that's why I didn't really include stuff like Pokemon the first movie in this uh, th these kind of lists because it's it's not really based on the games. You know what I'm saying? Like Pokemon has yeah. kind of gone past that. You know, it, it still even feels a little bit like cheating to uh, to include Pokemon in this one. But yeah, it, after after the, the the kind of shininess of seeing all these live action Pokemon. It, I don't know, it just something it just doesn't hit like Ryan Reynolds just doesn't have the charm that I would really want, you know, out, out of a out of a role like this to really carry the movie. And I mean I didn't even mind a lot of these characters. It's just everything just seems kind of plain after you get past the uh, the surface level of just it being a Pokemon movie. It's animated really well, and a lot of the Pokemon like the visual design looks great. But I don't, I don't know. Just something about it just doesn't click, like something like Sonic does. Yeah, I uh, I gotta say that when I saw it, I uh, almost fell asleep in the theater. Um, <laughs> and I'm a huge Pokemon person, so take that for what you will. Yeah. But um, I mean, the parts that I was awake for were uh, were great. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the most backhanded compliment I have ever heard you give a movie. Seven out of ten, because I missed three out of ten of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I think if you excise the ending from the movie, it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, some of that stuff got weird. Got real weird really quick, where they're just putting everybody in, in Pokemon. and. Just well, no, I mean, that does answer the, the question that people always had about Ditto. And, yeah, the answer is terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh god, it's it's still a question that no one ever needed answering, but here here comes Legendary to save the day. <laughs> well, you know what it implies for the rest. Oh, of Oh yeah. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> um, I, I've had conversations about this like at length with other people that I do not care to repeat here. Um, so the dark web is even scarier in the oh Pokemon god. universe. Uh, Daryl, did you catch this one? Detective Pikachu. Yeah. yeah. Um, I actually like. I'm not a huge Pokemon guy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I I famously have bashed it for hours. Uh, <laughs> in in other podcast formats. Um, but like, I actually really liked this movie on first watch. I am completely with you that this. It's just like, it, it's like a really hazy layer of vanilla away from a great movie. Like it's a little too safe and it's a little like not uh, funny or clever enough. But that said, I, I mean, it's a very watchable movie and it's it's one that I actually really enjoyed. Um, something I, I didn't expect to enjoy is like all of the background Pokemon in all of the scenes move like perfectly. Yeah. It, like just like every time Growlithe is on screen, I'm like, oh, man, it's Growlithe. That's great. <laughs> and it's the ecology of the world works really well. It does. Yeah, yeah, I think there was a lot of care put into that, and I love that. Um, and overall, like we like we ended up getting the movie uh, after seeing it. I think in the theaters, um, and you know, I'm, I don't regret that. I, I would watch it again. Yeah, I, I think I bought it for like four bucks from uh, from a red box, um, just because my my, my kids wanted to watch it because my kids love Pokemon. And, oh, yeah, perfect movie to bring your kids for, yeah. or you know, have them watch it over and over again. But it, well, no. So they, when I bought them Detective Pikachu, they watched it once. When Oof. I got Sonic the Hedgehog, they played it on repeat. Take that, that as you makes will. Sense. Yeah, take take that as you will. My kids love Sonic. Well, see, they inherited that genetically. Yes, that is very genetic. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, so real quick, just, you know, any, any other movies, uh, you guys want to bring up Daryl, you got anything else you want to talk about real quick? Well, I, I completely missed talking about the, you know, the, the person that I want to like throw out and nominate as the king of video game movies, which would be of course, Dwayne, the rock Johnson, um, in, in playing the parts in both Doom, well, all three doom and rampage. And now the new Jumanji which is video games now. That's right. Yeah, that is um, right. Oh, Lord. So, like, three different video game characters. I just kind of love that. Um, the only <laughs> thing I'll say about that is the original, like, the Doom movie, not a good movie at all. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> However, <laughs> there is, like, one segment late in the movie where it switches perspective into kind of the first-person view, and that is so freaking faithful uh, to the video games that I can't help but just like smile that entire scene. So take it as you will. I like that movie. Whatever. Um, the other one I want to bring up and, and actually talk like a little bit about is a little bit newer. Um, actually, a lot newer. Uh, Ready Player One, I, I think, is actually kind of a great movie. Um, it's not a, a, a specific video game, but it's one of those where it's like. A bajillion yeah. 80s references from video games and movies and all the characters are in a, a massive video game um uh, it's it's based on a book by ernest klein I, I do think that the transition to a movie actually helped it um the magic of steven spielberg as it were mm -hmm. um 
I really enjoyed this movie, and and I will always want to watch this movie. So like, yeah, it's it's among my favorites by far. If if it's not quite cheating about video game movies, kind yeah, of is. It's game adjacent. I, I I haven't seen Ready Player One, but I have seen the scene with uh, Mecha Godzilla in it, and <laughs> I did I <laughs> yep. did I did like seeing Mecha Godzilla fight a Gundam. So I'll I'll take that as it is. I don't know if I'm ever gonna sit down and watch it, uh, just because like. I don't. I don't watch a whole lot of movies, but it's it's one that I've kind of eyeballed. Uh, <clears throat> I will say that I don't like that movie, but I do like Chucky getting a lot of uh, screen time in that movie comparatively. Like, oh, for sure, from it, Child's Play, Chucky. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh man, uh, it's it's one of those like there's there's too much stuff in it, <laughs> really, um, ultimately, but. I don't know. I still like. It's just kind of a fun time. I actually enjoyed the books, uh, or or yeah, the the first book. I haven't read the second one yet. Um, I don't know. It's it, it's one of those just like there's so much stuff going on that is, you, you just kind of I just kind of sit there like wide eyed like oh man, there's a battle toad, you know? Like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's kind of fun sitting down and like trying to pick out everything. Yeah. And I think that's also part of the appeal of a uh, Detective Pikachu. Is like just is that what to we're going to be out. like with Space Jam Two? Oh For yeah, sure. I've already done that with the trailer. Um, <laughs> I have already done that with the trailer. Um, fun fact: Did you know the guys from A Clockwork Orange are there? Yeah, yeah. Everybody <laughs> pointed that out. Yeah, uh, no. Um, yeah, uh, Cass. Is there any any other movies you want to talk about real quick? Um, I mean, I guess I should probably point out that I watched the Monster Hunter movie yes, over the yeah, weekend. Yeah, I want to hear about this. Please weekend. talk about this. Okay, so this movie, I consider it actually to be worse than a lot of the Resident Evil movies. That's a tall awesome. order. Um, and that's purely because it's way more boring than all of them. Uh, so There's it's... not a whole lot that happens in the movie, even when there are monsters on the screen. And that's pretty bad. Um, yeah. Like, I actually don't mind the, uh, the, the weird isekai plot that the movie has, where... Uh, Mila Jovovich's uh, entire like army platoon gets sucked into a storm that brings them to the Monster Hunter world. <laughs> it's very Land of the Lost, except everybody dies except for her. <laughs> Spoilers. Jeez. Um, oh, well. <laughs> like, if you've seen any of the trailers, you hardly even see any of those characters. Yeah, uh, um, I think I'll be okay. But... The best thing about the movie is that you get to see Rothalos destroying a lot of military uh, stuff, and that's <laughs> rad as heck. <laughs> that does sound like fun. Yeah, and also there's a Palico in the movie, and you can't go wrong with those. Yeah, Palicos are Palicos are great. That reminds me, I still I need to download the update for Monster Hunter Rise. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah, it's big. Yeah. So real quick before we go on to our final topic, I just want to do a quick roundtable of. Uh, the new Mortal Kombat, which just came out. Uh, just gonna give you, you know, listeners at home a warning. Um, this we're, we're gonna dive a little bit into spoiler territory. At least I will. Um, yeah, me too. Yeah, so I, I'll I'll start us off real quick. Um, I thought this movie was boring. I thought it was really boring i didn't think the fight choreography was very good and i didn't feel like it was crazy enough to be mortal kombat and i mean i'm kind of saying this as a guy who doesn't really like mortal kombat from you know from the get-go and so like i don't really know the lore um i've heard it's 
somewhat respectful towards the lore, somewhat not. It's weird. Um, but just, like, there, I can only think of a couple of things in this movie. That I was just like, oh, cool, yeah, that's, that's, that's what I feel like Mortal Kombat is. I don't know. I, I thought, you know, some, some of the stuff with Scorpion and Sub-Zero was good. But outside of that, like, the, the main dude that they got for the movie, Cole? Is he even in Mortal Kombat? Nope. I've never no, seen No, he's an the... OC. Okay, cool. Fantastic. Um, yeah, I, I mean... didn't didn't have a great time. But uh, that, uh, that Bat Lady getting sawed in half is pretty cool. I mean, it you, you have a pretty good justification for an original character when you have a character this compelling and this, you know, good on screen. He just pops every scene he's I'm completely kidding. Like <laughs> I, It's like completely wasted, right? I like that he's got literal plot armor. <laughs> <laughs> That's a superpower. Make, Actual you, plot armor. You make everything better. <laughs> okay, movie all right, cool. Movie redeemed, ten out of ten. Well, I'm just going to say that I really, really dig the Hanzo Hasashi parts of the movie, like mm-hmm. the, the Scorpion and Bihan stuff that happens in there. Um, I thought the first 10 minutes of the movie, if they had continued doing that, it would have been a great movie. It's so disconnected from everything else. Yeah, uh, but that 10 minutes was really good. It was, um, yeah, it was, it was very good. Just give me a uh, a weird samurai ninja movie uh, like this, but with uh, superpowers, and I'll be happy. Yeah, um, I I thought Maximilian actually made a really good point about uh, about all this. Like he he had suggested put like having these the visions of of that first ten minutes sprinkled throughout the movie. Yeah, and then have uh, Cole's Arcana at the end of the movie would be him getting. Uh, like possessed by the spirit of Hanzo. And, oh yeah, and just the, have him like removed have, from the yeah, plot and have him be Scorpion. That that could have worked. Yeah, like a the vessel. entire movie. I was sitting there expecting that to happen. It just never did. Yeah, so. isn't it a bummer? Okay. Yeah, it totally is. <laughs> um, I, I also want to give a shout out to Kano. Um, <laughs> Kano, Kano was pretty great in that movie. movie. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure he's got a hefty uh, chiropractor bill after carrying that movie. <laughs> um, I, didn't I, I even... thought it was really, really weird that they decided to use like nobody characters like General Reiko and um, the Batwing Lady. Like, yeah. they're like Z tier Mortal Kombat characters. <laughs> yeah, like Mortal Kombat is like it's one of those fighting games. I think it's probably the second most ma- mainstream. Like fighting game after like, I would probably Smash Bros. argue that it's probably the the first. Yeah, like as a yeah, like as a pure original fighting game. Yeah, Mortal Kombat's probably the most recognizable. And like I kept watching the movie, and like I like to think that like because I mean I watch Mortal Kombat tournaments. Like uh, I know I've played some of the games, and I'm but I kept watching this movie. And I'm just like, who are these people? Like it's it's even like the little things. Like some of the characters actually looked like the characters from the games. Yeah. Then, like, even like Sub Zero, great character, but why would you not put like any blue on him at all or anything? Right. Like, mm-hmm. it's well, kind of weird. I think they were trying to allude to the fact that this Sub Zero eventually becomes Noob Cybot. Oh yeah, yeah, that does happen. I think it's like in the games, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, specifically that Sub Zero. Um, 
I, I also a... thought it was a weird choice to use reptiles, just pure reptile form. <laughs> yeah. Instead of having him be the, the cool green ninja. Yeah. I, I may be the only person who thinks he's cool, but... <laughs> That's okay. There are probably dozens of us. <laughs> Literal dozens. Dozens! <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was really, really strange how the whole movie Scorpion spoke in Japanese. Well, Until I mean, he, he doesn't showed know up and said, Get over here! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, for the record, that's one of the ones I was referencing. It was just so, like, awkward. Like, just all of it. Like, yes, of course it's Scorpion, and of course he says that, and of course I expect it the entire time, but I was, like, I was, like, dreading that moment the entire movie. I'm like, please just don't say it. Arcano is saying flawless victory. <laughs> yeah. Kano wins. Okay, I actually love that one, but, um... yeah. He looks so happy after he ripped out, ripped out Reptile's heart, and, like, I didn't even catch it the first time that I watched watched the sequence, but like when uh, uh, when what's her name Sasha, um, Sonia, Sonia, that's right. When Sonia was talking about how she didn't have a mark, like you could just barely hear it where he's making sad trombone noises, like mm -hmm. in the background. Oh, he he very much carried a large part of that movie. Yeah. He's the jester that the movie needed yeah. because uh, I mean the main character wasn't going to provide any drama. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I'd say outside of like the Hans, like the Sub Zero Scorpion stuff, probably the best sequence of the movie was the dinner scene. Yeah, sure. <laughs> when uh, yeah. Uh, Luke Hang and Kung Lao decide to neg him until he gets a superpower, <laughs> which totally worked out great for him. You know, oh goodness, I, I liked Raiden's actor. Yeah, uh, at least they finally got somebody who wasn't a white guy. Yeah. That's cool. Making progress finally. Oh, and th this movie is like trying to set itself up for like a million sequels. I know. Yeah, I... The the guy who plays Sub Zero signed on for like four movies already. Oh, so really? Like... Oh uh, yeah, yeah, get I guess ready. He's gonna be Noob Cybot in the rest of the movies. Oh my lord! Get ready. All right. So uh, here here's my question for it for the sequels. Who's playing Johnny Cage? Uh, well, I mean, there's the rumor that Ryan Reynolds will be doing it. Oh God, please no. <laughs> I don't think like it's it. I feel like it just needs to be like the most out of place thing, like Leonardo DiCaprio or something. Well, it, it depends on what kind of Johnny Cage we're going for here. If we're going for like OG uh, Johnny Cage, then it probably needs to be somebody nobody's ever heard of before. But if we're going for like the seasoned actor Johnny Cage that's in Mortal uh, Mortal Kombat 11, I would probably pick somebody like well, like Nick Cage. <laughs> oh my god, oh, that, that would be great. That would Sold. actually be great. Done. Cut the check. <laughs> or, uh, heck, uh, what's his name that played uh, Negan in The Walking Dead? Oh, my, Jeffrey work. Dean Morgan? Yeah, Jeffrey oh Dean Morgan could God. make a pretty good Johnny Cage. <laughs> That's not bad. I don't know. Like, I kind of love that idea. Because, like, Jeffrey Dean Morgan in The Walking Dead was, like, the one thing that I could actually, like, watch that was on the screen whenever that show, whenever I actually watched that show. <laughs> I can't say I would recommend this, but I, I could see a, an argument for Tom Cruise here. If they could afford him, for sure. Yeah. They definitely can't. Yeah, they, no. they really can't. Oh my goodness. Alright, so... Alright, last, uh, last, last question of the night, I think, before we wrap this up. Um, if you could pitch any video game movie, what would you pitch? And, Daryl, I'm going to let you go first. 
since you uh, since you brought this question to us. Oh Gotta boy. give you the credit. I just okay. assume you've got something amazing. <laughs> well, I uh, I, I kind of blew it uh, out already with um, with Star Fox, but I've got something else. Um, so I I already mentioned this. Uh, a big problem I have with video game movies are the thought that they have to force uh, things that you know from the video games into the the movie, um, and some of those things just don't work. So I'm gonna pitch a Zelda movie. However. I don't want Link to be the main character. I want a Zelda movie focused in Hyrule or with all original characters where Link is kind of like a legendary character. Maybe he shows up from time to time, but he's not the main <laughs> character. Uh, but kind of a, you know, dirty life in Hyrule type show or hmm. movie. I would actually totally watch that and I would kind of love it because that world is amazing. But then you could actually be creative with your characters without anybody feeling like you're ruining the, the franchise. Okay, so I kind of want to see that with the caveat that there's got to be a Link cameo where he's just in the background of a scene picking up pots and smashing, smashing them on the ground. Him, yep. <laughs> I think that that would, like, you would of course have that. He would just, like, run through the, the background of the scene rolling in the yeah. field. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you just look in the background of a scene, you see him bomb jumping and, like, levitating off into the sunset. <laughs> and it's gotta be stuff that you only catch, like, if you're looking for it, right? Yeah. Yeah, like, I think I think Link and Zelda and the other characters, uh, and, and, like, Ganon and such, they should be characters in the overall story, and they should be in the show, at least as legends but also making cameos here and there but focus it on somebody else and i think that'd be pretty cool actually yeah yeah, yeah I, I i agree like even even in the few times that the zelda series like does have a different like main character like for example uh age of calamity we talked a, a lot about this on the nintendo yeah. jump uh Zelda's absolutely the main character of that game and it works out great like it is it was actually like really nice to have a like a protagonist that was really involved in everything and had reactions to everything that was going on. And yeah, seeing a lot of that stuff from the perspective of just, you know, people in Hyrule would be really cool. Because uh, there's a lot of cool stuff in that world. And a lot of cool lore. And uh, there's a lot, definitely a lot of stuff you could explore and a lot of creativity, you know, creative decisions you could make with that. So, Cass, I'm gonna I'm a let you go, but I swear if you steal my idea this time, like you did with the Resident Evil movie, um, I'll be very, very cross with you. So... It's pistols at dawn, Cody. Okay. Yeah, no, like, I, I threw out an idea earlier, but I'm going to go ahead and retract that one because I came up with a better one. Good. I want a Mass Effect movie, but not following Shepard. I want it to follow Garrus. I like that a lot. It could... And specifically, I'm thinking, like, the time between Mass Effect and Mass Effect 2, where he becomes the uh, quote-unquote Archangel. It could just be a uh, a vigilante movie starring Garrus, like, on the Citadel, uh, beating up thugs and uh, doing uh, kind of shady stuff in order to uh, to make something good happen down there. Okay. That, that's my pitch. Okay. I'm not super... Like, I haven't played through Mass Effect. Um, it's just one of my big, like, gaming... Well, next month, everybody can play through Mass Effect again with the Mass Effect Remastered Trilogy. <laughs> Except for Switch users. 
Pam 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 pam. Wow. Wow. <laughs> oh, um, no, that is that is absolutely something that I need to play at some point. Um, so, all right. Also, that was basically a shout out for my sister. She'll love that. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Absolutely. That's another. It's, that's another series where the lore just carries that entire series. And if you pitch literally anything anywhere in that universe, fair, done, sounds exactly. good. All right. So I'm about to give you guys give you you know, give you both my pitch, and it's going to blow your mind. <laughs> oh God. Are you ready? Is the Shark Tank? It is Mario Kart, directed in the style of Speed Racer by okay, the Wachowskis. Yeah, okay. One and done. You got it. Yeah. I'm down. Like, very, very high energy, very high energy animation uh, with John Goodman playing Mario. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. No, well, John Goodman would make a much better Bowser. Okay, okay. You know what? Yeah. I'll give you that one. <laughs> <laughs> but I want him to have the energy that he had in Cloverfield Lane. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let's let's write this ship. Let's call Tom Hanks. <laughs> let's <laughs> do it. Exactly. Fix the originals mistakes. Let's go. Oh, but yeah, just like all sorts of chaos, speeding through these tracks, throwing items all you know at one another. Give it a really silly plot that that absolutely has to culminate in these uh, in these tracks, and having Rainbow Road be the visual finale. You know, during the climax. Yeah, I'm, let's do it. Can we have uh, Luigi being played by Mads Mikkelsen? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! That see, like, and this is this is the holy grail that we're never going to get. And now I want to go back and watch Speed Racer again. But you started strong because Speed Racer is freaking great. I so yeah. I, I I like that movie a lot. I like that movie from like the day it came out. Yeah, uh, same. Because I, I I worked at a uh, I worked at a movie theater at that point in time. And I just I watched I just would just watch it during break. It was a lot of fun. It's secretly the most fun thing that the Wachowski sisters have done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, my my only other like at first I was I was gonna pitch a um, a Mega Man movie in the style of the CG Astro Boy movie, <laughs> but then I, I'd uh, also be down with that. That'd I be would okay. also be down with that. That's another good movie. Fine. Yeah, but this I was like, oh oh wait, yeah. You know what? Mega Man X would make a really good movie. Oh yeah, they made that movie. Uh, it's called Blade Runner. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, Blade Runner. Uh, shout out back to uh, Super Mario Brothers, the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Harrison Ford as Mega Man X. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. I found well. a, an origami penguin. Oh my god. I've been watching Harrison Ford clips the past few days, it, like just of him at his house, and he's just exactly how you think he would be. Like watching the clip where he, like a magician, like pulls his card out of an orange that's just laying on the table. <laughs> you should go watch that clip if you haven't. It's pretty good. But yeah, so I, I, I think that's gonna that's gonna be about all the time that we've got for the night. Um, Daryl, man, thank you so much for coming on. It's uh, you know really real joy talking to you about all this stuff. It's been a really good time. Um, where can people find you? Yeah, absolutely. I, I appreciate you asking me. Uh, this has been a lot of fun. Uh, best place to find me, honestly, is uh, on Twitter at DecoyDW. Um, as, as I've kind of alluded to, I, I did a lot of episodes uh, hosting the, the Nintendo Jump podcast. 
Um, so I'm still in that Discord, and and I will always be and such. But I'm I'm around the internet. But find me on Twitter, and and you'll find everything. Yeah, fantastic. Cass, you know you you can always find mine and Cass's uh, Twitter links in the description below or to the side or above or wherever they're putting descriptions these days um but yeah yeah absolutely uh yeah nintendo jumps that's a good group of people too um but yeah so everyone thank you so much for listening tonight and you know if you if you have your own favorite video game movie uh let us know i'd, I'd love to hear it because there's there's so many that we just weren't able to talk about like the original mortal kombats and um yeah so many so so many um especially if it's double dragon i want to hear yes. that that's your favorite movie please please send uh send cassidy lots of emails t- telling her how much it you DM love. me about double dragon <laughs> please dm Cass about double dragon but all right well uh well from myself and uh everyone here at get equipped thank you guys so much and i hope you all have a good night and we'll see you next time take care See ya.